Hey there, welcome back. I just wanted to give you a heads up. I came down with an awful cold and it is disturbing my vocal cords. So I apologize for my voice to sound like this, but I really want to continue our Christmas Advent series. And so I am just going for it as long as you can tolerate this new sound tone in my voice here. So welcome back to day eight of our Christmas Advent devotional series called Unwrapping Christmas, Viewing the Nativity Through Luke's Eyes that has been beautifully written by my friend Sue Bolt. Here is day eight. I'm reading Luke chapter one, verse 15. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. John's infilling of the spirit of the living God should also be our pursuit to live in the miraculous and extraordinary of the third person of the Trinity. This reality is the anointed mantle of every believer. Who is the Holy Spirit? He is the equal member of the Godhead, along with the Father and the Son, indwelling every believer at their point of receiving Jesus as their Savior. No matter if one comes to faith incrementally, beginning to believe more than they doubt, or having a pinpoint-in-time conversion, the Holy Spirit brings to life the once-dead spirit of the new Christian. In other words, divine CPR. Yes, that is what He does. The Spirit breathes His life breath in the hidden place of a person where communion with God happens. Indeed, the word spirit in the original Hebrew and Greek of the Bible means breath, to breathe, wind, breeze, a current of air or spirit. And just like a wind gust, we can sense and see his presence all around, although we can't see him. All four Gospels quote John's statement that Jesus would baptize his followers in the Holy Spirit and fire. This means that he would not only fill his children with his spirit, but provide a second and ongoing overflow or baptism in the Spirit's anointing of his supernatural gifts and love. And as we surrender to his touch, we will also cultivate the lovely characteristics of his fruit. Today, we need the Spirit's life breath more than ever. We need his help, healing, love, comfort, and power as we entirely surrender to his work. And surrender we must. Let's open our hearts to him this Christmas season. He is the best gift ever, and our Father won't deny our request for more of him in our lives. So let's take a minute and ponder on these three questions. Reading Galatians 5, 22 through 23, which of the three fruits do you need this season? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And reading out 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11, 
Which three gifts do you desire more of? And the same spirit gives wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, perform miracles through the Holy Spirit, prophecy, speaking, or interpreting heavenly language. And how does today's devotional speak to you personally? Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit that is living and alive in us to all who believe in faith that Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Thank you that your Holy Spirit empowers us with your fruit and gifts. Let us be intentional to live out all that you equip us with. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus as your Savior and you would love for him to come into your life, say this prayer with me out loud right where you are. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Your word says in John 6, 37, All those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never drive away. So I know that you will never drive or cast me out, but you take me in, and I thank you for it. You say in your word in Romans 10, 13, Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm calling on your name, so I know you have saved me now. You also say, God, in Romans 10, 9 through 10, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. I believe in my heart Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he was raised from the dead for my justification, and I confess him now as my Lord. And I do believe with my heart that I have now become the righteousness of God in Christ, and I am saved. Thank you, Lord. If you prayed this for the first time, I would love for you to email me. I'll send you a free gift and stay tuned for tomorrow's Advent devotion.